Wisdom is a goal that we all want to acquire. We want to develop a level of wisdom that could really help us navigate life and go through our day-to-day -day life and sail through life with much wisdom. So what is the secret to wisdom? How do we get and attain wisdom? So there is a beautiful quote in the ethics of our fathers that the way to wisdom is, you ready? Wait for it. Silence. Silence is the way to wisdom. Now you can ask yourself a question. How can silence actually give you wisdom? What is the connection between a way to get to wisdom is through silence? So we need to understand and appreciate that when God Almighty created us human beings, He created us with a superior ability compared to any other creature in the world. And that is the ability to communicate, to talk in a form of words, of sentences, and to be able to communicate with each other. Now, yes, animals do have their own ways of communicating, but they are not formulated in words such as us human beings. So God created us human beings on the sixth day of creation that we should have the ability to communicate, to talk to each other, and to share with each other ideas and to take a, a thought that we have and turn it in from a thought into speech and then into action. So that process of going from thought to speech into action is a journey that us human beings have been gifted by God Almighty from the beginning of all times. So yes, you and I have a special gift, an ability that we can talk. We can talk to each other. We can share ideas with each other. We can communicate. Looking back in the times of the, after the creation of the world, when one of the events occurred recorded in the Bible where they wanted to build a tower to reach God and talk to God and to rebel against God. And what happened then was God mixed up the languages, a phenomenon which was very, very interesting that has never happened since, never happened before, where people were unable to understand each other. So you would look at each other, you would talk to each other, but you have no clue what they're saying. And, and that was a, a, one, a one event that occurred in history. But it taught us the gift of communication, the gift, the ability for us to be able to communicate to each other, to impart with each other, to share with each other. And whether it's good, bad, or ugly, we use the words that God gave us to communicate. So let's break that down. Let's realize and appreciate that the concept of being able to talk and to communicate with each other is an actual gift. It's, a, it's an energy, it's a power that compared to no other creature in the world, that we have the ability to communicate through speech. Once we could appreciate the value and the power of the mouth, of the words, we also need to appreciate its effect on others. 
that with the same words that we utilize, we can lift a person up. You can lift a person's spirits up to the sky, or you can crush them and decimate them, destroy them just by words. So we need to appreciate that the words that God gave us are words that we need to utilize to try to build, not to destroy. And to always think before we speak, if what we're going to say is going to be something positive, something meaningful, something uplifting, or is what I'm just about to say going to be painful, hurtful, destructive. The wisdom to that is that there are times that we need to remain silent. There are times that it's better not to say anything than what you might say may be hurtful to others. And that is the way we attain wisdom. That when we realize and understand that we are the guardian of the gate, we are the one who controls what we say, how we say it, and what comes out of our mouth. This day and age, almost every product that we buy in the supermarket has a label of ingredients of what this product was made of. And if we dare to read them, most of those ingredients we don't even understand. But yet, we always check and we are careful of what we eat. And we are careful of the foods that we eat. We want to make sure there are no carcinogens, there are no poisons, and uh, there are no chemicals that are hurtful to us. We are careful about what goes in our mouth. How careful are we with what goes out of our mouth? How careful are we with what we are about to say to someone else? And do we say it in a rage of anger? Do we say it when we just had a bad day, a day of melancholy, a day of sadness, a day of setbacks, that we're just in a bad mood? It is those moments that the way to attain wisdom is to remain silent. Use the power of remaining silent to be able to work towards you. Because many times that will be the wisest words you will be saying are the words that you are not saying at that moment, in that occasion. And once we realize and recognize and appreciate the power of the word, we'll also appreciate the power of silence. There was once a congregant who gossiped about their rabbi and said something um, erroneous about the rabbi that that really um, put the rabbi to shame that it was very hurtful very painful and then later on this congregant found out that it was a total misrepresentation a misunderstanding that it was not true and he felt so bad that he gossiped about his rabbi that he spread rumors that were not true he went to the rabbi, knocked on his door, and he says, Rabbi, I have to confess, I maligned you. I said something erroneous about you, that you were totally innocent. It was unbecoming. And please, Rabbi, can you forgive me for gossiping about you? The rabbi 
knew already about it. And the rabbi told him, why don't you go home? Bring me back a feathered pillow. Okay, didn't understand. Why would the rabbi want a feathered pillow? He comes back in a short time, brings the rabbi the feathered pillow. The rabbi says, come, let's go outside. And they cut open the pillow and he throws the feathers out. And the rabbi says, okay, can you go collect all those feathers? When you successfully collected all those feathers, then come back to me. And the rabbi explained to him the power of words, that when we spread gossip about another person, whether it's true or not true, it's like spreading those feathers because they fly everywhere. And when we realize how wrong that was, try to come back from that. Try to find every feather and try to unring the bell of what you have just done. And this is such a beautiful lesson for each one of us to realize that, yes, for some reason, there is a desire to gossip. When we hear negative news, there is a, a voice in us that compels us to call our neighbor, to call our friend. Did you hear? Do you know? And, and spread the bad news versus the good news. Why aren't we compelled to be as excited to announce good news as we are to announce gossip? The answer is because there's a tremendous amount of negative energy that gets created with evil news, with bad news, with gossip. And the evil inclination thrives on it and gives you every opportunity because he knows how destructive it is. And this is what a sage has told us, that the way to wisdom is silence. As the saying is, you have the right to remain silent. Always remember that. Always remember that your head, your brain, your mind, your conscience has the power to silence yourself, to hold back, to withhold, and remain silent. And that is how you will attain great wisdom. When God sees that you have withstood the temptation of gossip, you have withstood the temptation of, of spurring out negativism out of your lips, out of your mouth, but rather you have transformed them into blessings, that God will bless you. There is in the Bible the story of the King Balak who hired Bilaam, to curse the Jewish people. And it's a famous story when Bilaam got on the donkey and the donkey began to talk. And I guess that's probably the inspiration of the movie Shrek, where uh, Eddie Murphy gets to talk through the donkey and, uh, and the donkey doesn't want to go. And Bilaam kicks the donkey and then an angel shows up. But what was Bilaam? Bilaam was going to curse the Jewish people. He was going to use his power to spur out negativism curses. That's what he was commissioned to do. But at the end, what happened was when he got up on the mountain and he saw the Jewish people, the Israelites, and he was about to utter words of curses, he transformed them into blessings. As a matter of fact, every morning when we begin our morning prayer, we begin with those exact blessings. That yes, each one of us has that ability 
to transform curses into blessings, transform negative thoughts into positive. You are the guardian of your mouth. You are the guardian of your words. You decide what goes out of your mouth. So the next time you are tempted, think of it. Think how you could transform those negative words into good words. And when you create the good words, you're actually creating good angels. By saying negative words, we're creating negative angels, adversaries. And we don't want that. We want to create positive spirits and positive angels. So the next time an opportunity comes your way and you hear some gossiping words, remain silent. That is a great sacrifice. Through that, you will attain great wisdom. God bless you. God loves you.